This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 74, Buffering with Learning. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this Monday. I hope you all had a great weekend. This last weekend for me was probably the most jam-packed weekend I've had in my life. I would <laughs> I would argue to say that's probably true. Uh, we just had something going every minute of the day, it seemed like. All good things, all really good things. I'm not complaining about anything, but I just had to like focus on each thing one at a time, and I am happy to say everything went so well, and I am coming off this weekend just so happy with everything and how it went, and I was in charge of our ward Christmas program, which we did this week um, with the choir, and it was beautiful, and they did such a great job, and yeah, it was just just a great, great weekend. So here I am on the podcast recording this Monday, and um, I'm happy to be here with each of you. I am also happy to see that I'm at 29 reviews, Okay. But I'm not happy because I'm not at 30 yet. Remember, I have this goal to get to 30 for Christmas. I just need one more. Who's it going to be? Who is that awesome person going to be that's going to write me one more review? I would so appreciate it. And you know what? Another thing, I have this goal to increase my listenership by three times. So in the terms of like the podcast world, I have really, really low listenership downloads per episode. Like I have like 150 to 200, which I know sounds like maybe a lot to some people, but some people have like 10,000 people and I'm not really even shooting for that, right? Right now I'm like by next December, I would love to see 600 people downloading each episode. I think it's totally doable, but I can't do it totally by myself. I need some help and I'm stripping myself of all the pride that I have. I'm going to try and do that this next year and just ask for help and ask for um, a little bit of love from my listeners. So please share this podcast with your friends, share it on social media. I have a link that you can go to every Monday I post on the 8Cal Life on Facebook a link to this podcast. So if you go there, then you can share it with your friends on your Facebook pages. I'm going to figure out how to do that on Instagram. (laughs) And if you really like an episode, I'd love for you to talk about it on Instagram and tag me in Instagram. It would be awesome. So um, yeah, can we get to 30 reviews by the end of this year, or by even next week, by Christmas, that's what I want my gift to be. And can we listen, double listenership in 2019? So awesome if we could do that. I would just love it. Okay, so that's what I need from you. Because I come here every week. I have showed up every week since I started this in August of 2017. Every week, I've showed up here for you. And so 
give a sister a little bit of love, right? (laughs) Okay. So because I show up, let's jump into that podcast and get you some good information that you can apply in your life and use if you're going after your dreams and you're following your passions outside of motherhood. But listen, all of this stuff that I teach you, all of it is definitely applicable to that. And that's where my focus is, but it's applicable to anything in life, any area you can apply it to. That's what I love about the tools of coaching. They are applicable to any area. So take it all in and then come talk to me and tell me how you want me to help you. I want to help you find a passion and dream outside of motherhood, but I'll help you with whatever too. So really, there's no excuse why all of you aren't signing up for free mini sessions, right? They're half hour mini sessions. The link is in the show notes. Totally go there. Okay. I've asked you to do a lot today. So just make a list, check it off, check it twice, right? (laughs) All right. One week before Christmas, we can all do this. We can all do it. I'm totally excited. All right. So today I want to talk about buffering. I have talked a little bit about buffering before, Um, but let me explain what it is. Buffering is when we use something to distract ourselves from our current emotional state. I'm positive you do this in your life because most people buffer with something. We have not trained our brains well enough not to do it. A huge buffer that most people use is food. Now let's Let me show you an example in regards to this. I am sure you have been to a dinner party or a social event where the mood has gotten a little bit awkward and you feel your stress levels start to rise and you want to avoid that stress. So what do you do? You go and you get something to eat at the snack table. Okay. And for that brief second, you feel better as you eat the chocolate covered almonds or the jalapeno poppers because eating that makes you feel good and it masks the uncomfortableness of the feeling that you are having with the awkwardness of the situation that you're in. I can really relate to this because that's how my entire mission was in Korea. Okay. I was not very good at the language. It was a non-comfortable situation most of the time. So what would I do? I couldn't speak very well and I was uncomfortable. I would eat. I ate a lot of rice and a lot of kimchi and I totally relate with this one. But here's the thing. The problem is that when we buffer with food, with TV, with working out, with whatever, that is when we miss out on processing the emotions that we are trying to run away from, as well as being present in the current moment. And what you will find is that down the road, you have to deal with those feelings again. They don't go away. We're just kind of like shoving them in a closet with a jalapeno popper, okay? We're like, okay, the jalapeno popper makes it kind of go away but it doesn't really, it's still there. It's like banging on the closet door trying to get out, but we're like, no, more jalapeno poppers. I'm just going to stuff them in my mouth, right? (laughs) Okay, does that make sense? So buffering is when we try and avoid a current emotion 
that we don't like and we're trying to get away from. But food is an easy one to use as an example of buffering, but that's not what I wanna focus on today because I'm not a weight loss coach. But today I wanna talk about something that is a little more sly and that is buffering with learning. And to start this off, I'm gonna give you two examples that I've witnessed recently that demonstrate what I'm talking about. Now these are two women that I have come in contact with and they are both buffering with learning. The first woman is a woman that I know and she is crazy talented. She has so many talents. She has a fabulous podcast, she's a great coach, and she has this ability to remember facts and connect with people like I have never seen before. She loves to learn and she is a fast learner and she gives great advice. But over the last year or so, I have seen her sign up for tons of courses and I have seen her get her hands on lots of good information from several different sources that are ones that are helping her in her business. But recently, she's found herself at a standstill. She doesn't know what direction to go in regards to her business and guess what she's doing because of that? Nothing. She's totally frozen. The second woman is one that I met on a recent coaching session. She did one of the free sessions that I did, and she wants to start a business in a year or so, okay? And I asked her as I was coaching her, what was keeping her from moving forward and growing her business now? And she stated that it was that she didn't know enough that she wouldn't have the credibility that she thinks she needs for people to listen to her and that she needs more time to get her ducks in a row. So two examples with women on opposite sides of the spectrum. One has a ton of information she could use to move forward and make her business grow, and the other doesn't have all the information and is unsure if with her current knowledge base she would be successful but both women are caught in the trap of buffering with learning. Now the first woman, she has thought that learning would somehow save her from having to face the negative overwhelming emotions that come with starting a business. She has learned a ton and yet still finds herself in a position with a ton of self-doubt and confusion on what she should do next. She has almost consumed too much information, and by so doing, she is frozen by the unwanted emotion or stress of having to choose between so many options. Because that's the thing, when you're starting a business, and I can speak to this myself, there's tons of people out there that want to help you and that give you a lot of input and a lot of information. And that can be really good. It's good to get information. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But she has gotten so much information that now she doesn't know what to do. She has fallen into the trap that knowledge in and of itself is power. And knowledge is only power when we put it into practice and we use it. And knowledge does not save you from unwanted emotions. That's really important. Just because you know a lot of things doesn't mean that you are not going to have to experience negative emotion. If you are trying to do something you've never done before, with all the knowledge or not, you are going to feel emotions that you are not going to think are very pleasant. 
It's just how life works. And it's how we grow and how we become who we're supposed to be. Okay, do you see that? Do you see how this woman was like, I'm going to learn all these things because if I know everything, then it's just going to be easy and I won't have to feel a lot of negative emotion that I don't want to feel. And she's finding almost the exact opposite. She's still feeling all that negative emotion, almost from a standpoint of knowing too much and not knowing which direction to go. And knowing that even when she chooses that direction, is it going to be the right direction? She doesn't know. She does not know. All right, now let's go to the second woman and look at her a little bit. The second woman is wanting to do what the first woman has done. She thinks that by learning more and gaining more knowledge that at some magical point, she will feel like it's the right time to start her business and that all of her learning will help her avoid a ton of negative emotion. Sadly, that is not how the world works. She may be able to navigate some situations a bit easier with more knowledge, but she will still feel the emotions of overwhelm, rejection, and self-doubt. She is similar to the first woman in thinking that her knowledge will give her the power to succeed. Again, she is wrong. The knowledge itself is not powerful until she puts it into practice, and even then, she is going to come up lacking. That's always what happens when we go and we try and pursue something new. So what's the takeaway from this for you? All too often, you will probably find yourself in a position where you feel very underqualified. You will have a dream or a passion that you want to pursue and your brain will start to feed you all the negative self-talk that you don't know enough to be good at it and to make it happen. Your brain will further suggest that to combat the negative self-talk, you simply have to learn more. Your brain does this because learning is fun and it gives your brain a dopamine hit and learning is safe. It doesn't require you to experience a lot of negative emotion to learn something. It makes you feel like you are moving forward when in reality, you are just delaying the negative emotions that come when you actually go and do something instead of just learning about it. Okay, so we like to be consumers of a lot of knowledge and we have fallen to this false sense of security that we're actually doing something by the learning and that is not the case. I want you to look at it this way. Where do you think a heart surgeon really learns how to do heart surgery? I hate to break it to you, but it's not sitting in a classroom at medical school. Sure, they will learn the fundamentals of heart surgery, but they won't really learn until they actually are standing in an operating room, looking down into a patient's chest and deciding where to clip and snip. And they won't have to really face the emotions that come with physically cutting into someone's chest until they do it, right? They have to do it. The same is true for you. Those negative unwanted emotions are going to be there no matter how much you think you know or how prepared you think you are. Knowledge can be power and I encourage you to learn all that you can, but don't do it because you are trying to avoid the feelings you will get from actually doing the thing you want to do. Okay, that was a mouthful. Let me repeat it. Knowledge can be power, and I encourage you to learn all you can, but don't do it because you are trying to avoid the feelings 
you will have come up from actually doing the thing you want to do. The power from learning is useless if it is not being used to drive a worthy cause and to drive your actions. So go for it. Don't wait for that mythical moment when your brain will tell you that you have arrived. The real knowledge lies on the other side of doing, not just learning. So good. So, so good. I really want to challenge you to go out there and start doing the things that you want to do, even if you don't know all the answers on how to do it, because you're never going to. I promise. (laughs) I promise you're never going to know how to do it until you do it. It's the way the world works. So stop letting your lack of knowledge keep you from following your dreams and your passions. You can totally do it without knowing everything. In fact, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. All right, everybody, have a great week. Go write me a review. Go share this with your friends. Jump on a mini session. Three things. Pick one of them. Just pick one. (laughs) All right, everybody, have a great week. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.